Hey, listen to Commander Cookout Podcast, Episode 9. Today we're going to compare Lynn Cividex as we've got our very first listener submission. This is going to be really great. Now hit that theme song! Hey, Ryan, we're back for uh, another episode. We are, and it's beautiful outside, and I wish I was outside instead of inside. Drinking but, beer. Oh. That would be good. There will be beer. Oh, I love the weekends. Yep. Because that's when we record yep. on the weekend. Yep. We're not live right now. If you clicked on this expecting us to be live, sorry to disappoint alive. you. So we had notes from last week. I think we wanted to clear up ahead of time because we made a cu- we misspoke a couple of things, and people have called us out on them. So yeah, and I don't think it's a big deal, but... Well, every, well, every tryhard on the internet seems to think it does. Right. Uh, Avison Reborn. Uh, How did people even complain about that? Avison Reborn instead of Avison restored? restored. What did I say last week? I don't even care. It doesn't matter. Uh, Thanks for correcting our grammar. It's good that you're listening. Avison Reborn. Avison Restored. Yeah. I, what is what is it again? I don't even know. I don't even care. I don't, I don't know. Care. It's probably white. So <laughs> yeah, which yep. totally flies in the face of what we're talking about tonight. But yep. Yeah. Yeah, so... Was there something else or was there more other things? There's lots uh, of stuff. We've got notes and notes we're talking about. Notes we and notes and notes. I guess big shout out to the guys over at Snow Covered Lands podcast on the on the Commander Society network. Yeah. Commander Society Enterprise, sure. if you will. Yeah. Yeah, those guys are pretty legit, even yeah. though they said they wanted to fight us. We'd win. I'll we fight them. We would win. I'll fight them. I don't even need you. We would fight. Yeah. Nobody would survive except for me, me and you. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> how that would go. <laughs> but um, yeah. they probably yeah. don't want to fight because they're legit dudes. We're just yeah. a bunch of jerks. Yeah. Um, they're so. a legit podcast. You should check them out. Shout if you out to them. Us. Every time I listen to them, it's like stepping backwards in time. And I, it's so nostalgic because they were talking about the first time I ever listened to them was their Invasion episode. Ooh. And it was a marathon episode because Invasion's got like 330 cards or whatever. Um, so I listened to a couple of their back episodes, and since then they've done Tempest, Ooh. and that's your jam. Yeah, I love Tempest. I love Tempest. There was a bunch of good cards that I forgot about. They were talking about uh, um, Dance, Corpse Dance. Corpse Dance. Corpse Dance is a buyback reanimate spell. Yeah. So awesome. Everybody forgot about it. Everybody forgot about it. I actually have some at my house. I want I, one. I, even I, want I one. forgot about them. I, yes, they forgot, forgot about them. too. Yes. <laughs> So shout out to Snow-Covered Lands for reminding yep. us about good cards that we forgot about. Absolutely. Have kicking around. And uh, they're on commandersociety.com. Check them all out. They're very good. If you want to check us out on places like Twitter, yep. you could go and see if you could find at CCO Podcast. It's super easy because you type in CCO Podcast on Twitter, we'll come right up. Yep. Yep. That's us. That's correct. If you yep. want to send us things that are longer than 140 characters, we are commandercookout at gmail.com. Yep. And is that that's all of our social media kind of? Uh, yeah, I guess shout out to uh, David Clare and James Brine who sent us the Lynn Civy stuff. Oh yeah, <laughs> fun story about how we got this list. Um, member of a commander group on Facebook, obviously, because like a local group, right? Yeah, because we're big nerds. And the one guy is talking about how his brother has a good Lynn Civy deck, and I was like, <laughs> "No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you show me this list." And we'll see if it's good. Yeah, because it's Lynn Civy. Yeah, Lynn Civy isn't Mono good. white, worst color in Commander. Yeah, it's just terrible. Yeah. And this deck will be terrible. And then it wasn't. It w- it doesn't yeah. appear to be terrible. Yeah, it doesn't actually seem like it sucks. Mine sucks. Uh, mine, yeah, I mine, guess that's that's what yeah. we're moving towards this episode is yeah. taking a look at an allegedly good deck 
yep. and comparing it to an allegedly bad deck yep. and seeing what the differences are. Yep. But before we do that, a yep. um, couple other things. What have we been working on? What have what, you been working on? What have I been working on? I updated my Your Win Conditions or My Win Conditions deck. Oh, yeah. Um, a la our conversation on our past episode mm-hmm. and a couple of listener comments. So I listener smashed comments. some stuff together. Yeah. Yeah. There are people in town who listen to us and they said, you should play this like Willbreaker. I added a Willbreaker oh, to the deck. Yeah, Super fun. Um, and I'm also looking at building that dude that makes snakes with death touch. Hapatra. Yes. The new Hapatra. Yeah, yeah. I too am looking at a black green commander. Yeah. So maybe and, we'll, and I feel that you don't you don't think I'm gonna like building Hepatra. I think it's gonna be awesome because I get to play. I think things it just with seems so grindy. Yeah, I don't I don't really I don't, do I don't, I don't see you in my in my mind's eye of you as a magic player is not <laughs> the grindy player. No, that's, no, I'm really not. I don't know. Maybe I'll surprise you. Maybe I'll find a way of making it not grindy. Turn a new leaf. Explosive. Have you. Minus one, minus one counter. I was looking at building um Skullbriar the Walking Grave. But I built a deck with Skullbriar. Skullbriar the Walking Grave, like Infect Voltron, but it feels like it would be the exact same deck as Karlov, and like you already he, have Karlov. Yeah, he's he's a black white two drop commander that beats wholesale ass. Yep. Or I could play a black green one that beats wholesale ass. Like yeah. they're the same deck except one's got black or one's got green, one's got white. So I have a Japanese Skullbriar, and I kind of want to. I kind of want to do like a full art altar of like a 1970s or 50s like Godzilla Ooh. on it, shooting flames out of his mouth, like one of the old movie posters oh, that, with all the Japanese great. writing on it. Yeah. But I have to find time to do that. <laughs> Just like I have to find time to build the deck. But um, we'll Amonkhet, you picked up any Amonkhet? Uh, I got some Foil Mountains. Amonkhet. I got the new Hurricane Earthquake. Hurricane. Your Hurricane. Hurricane. <laughs> I got one of those. I super like that. I'm still in the market for one of those cat snakes. Uh, oh, yeah. I didn't see any today when I was looking. Yeah. yeah, I was out of town looking at cards and they were surprisingly sparse, actually. They really? didn't have a whole lot of stuff out Collectors yet. had everything I needed, including foil versions of uh, a couple of the, the deserts that I wanted. Oh, cool. And foil Lord of the Accursed. Neat. Yes. Yeah, I was, I was so pumped. Lane. And, um, and Byron, he told me that he doesn't listen, but he did congratulate us on getting to eight episodes. He listens. He said he, listens. he doesn't play Commander, so he said I have no, doesn't. He listens. He He's listening right now. Yeah. Hi, hi, Byron. Yeah. It's nice so, that you're here. Totally legit. I spent a little bit of money there on some singles. Got a Bantu. Like him, he's going in Karlov. I'm, or not Karlov, Balthor. I'm convinced oh. that that's a combo deck just waiting to be broken. We'll break it. it it's kind of already broken, but. We're going to break it more. Uh, yeah. We're going to make the broken one oh, look way I less broken. I forgot to look for a. Foil Zulaport Cutthroat. You're Damn it. You are the most terrible person I've ever met. Mm. Sorry, Ryan. That's okay. Yep, you're fired. And the other thing what that we show. were talking about <laughs> was... Forever. Samut? Get out. Samut? Yes. Samut. Yes, Samut. The voice of dissent. Voice of dissent. Um, Voltron, aggro, yeah, multiple un- attack steps type deck. We're going to yeah. brew that. Yeah, how he slipped under my... Or he or she slipped under my radar... I have no idea. Yep. Because she is the deck that I would love to it build. It has white in it. Yeah, which is weird, but we can ignore that. We can, yeah. we can ignore to. that except for Path and Swords. Yeah, we'll play Path and Swords, and that'll be all the white, and it'll be fun. Yep. It'll be great. And Super fun. it's going to be excellent. Listener asked about that because nobody else was talking about them. So. Yeah, yeah, so we're going to do it. Yep. Patent pending. Trademark. That's it. Yep. So today, 
Lynn Sivy. Lynn Sivy. We have got a couple deck lists in front of us, and I think, who do you want to start with? We want to start it with... Let's start by reading Lynn Sivy. Lynn Sivy. Yeah, I so, suppose that yeah, if so, anybody doesn't know... Yeah, so listen to this, and then compare her to Soros Path from our Tracks episode. You're going to see some uh, similar badness. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, which one's Soros Path? No, Lynn Sivy's <laughs> not that bad. Okay. No, she's not, she doesn't die to Soros Path, though. Lynn Sivy, legendary creature rebel. Probably human rebel, right? Probably, now that yeah. she's been errated, but yeah. she is white, white, and one for a one three. That is X and tap her. Search your library for a card, a rebel card with converted mana cost X or less. Put that card into play. Boom. Also, you can tap three, put target rebel card from your graveyard on the bottom of your library. So Excellent. said rebel that you found, if it dies, can go back into your library. And you get him again. So she's recyclable. Yes. And I forgot that she did that, so I was going to call you out on uh, not playing Mistvale Plains. <laughs> Mistvale Plains. You should still play Mistvale Plains. Utility Because it's a lands. land. What and it's th- a plains. Th- oh, well, all right then. It's yeah, land-type plains. I yeah. probably have some of those. I'll put one of those in uh, there. I think I might have an extra one. I'll replace a plains. Terrible foil because it's just like black and hazy art. Uh, so, uh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Mistvale Plains is... You have to have two, two white permanents. You tap it, pay a white, and you can put target card... From the bottom, uh, from your graveyard onto the bottom of your library, so okay. you could search it with Lin Civi again, or other rebels in the chain, if you don't control Lin Civi. Right. Which is, I think, the time that we're supposed to start talking about other rebels in the chain. Yes. Um, so Who are the other rebels in the chain, Ryan? Uh, yeah, that's a thing. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, the rebel <laughs> chain doesn't exist. Let's just. We're going to just break that news to everybody right now. Hold on. Let's talk about Rebel, the ability that Rebels have. It's oh, kind of like Snake okay. from last episode. It's yes. it's kind of an unwritten ability, but it is um, some amount of mana. It's an activated ability on Rebel cards, Correct. Rebel creatures. Um, some amount of mana, tap the thing, and search your library for a Rebel permanent card with converted mana cost, one less than the amount of mana you paid, Yes, and put it into play. Yep. So I'm looking at... Uh, Armu, Amru, Amru, Amru Scout. Scout is a two-one for two, four tap. Search your library for a rebel card with converted mana cost three or less. Put it onto the battlefield. Shuffle your library. Yeah. And it sounds great until you realize that the one that you got does the same thing, but it gets you a smaller thing. Yes, it's kind of like crappy cascade in a way. Super crappy. Except cascade. you do have some control over what you get. So if you want to get somebody like uh, Lawbringer, yeah. Yeah. there are good Rebel cards, which we'll get into here right quick. I play them, and so does the. I, I forget which dude sent the list, and I'm super sorry, man. Uh, I do my best, but I'm bad with names. James. James. Yes, thank you for sending a list again. Me and James both play the same, like the good ones. I think we both play the good ones. Yes. That we'll get into. And uh, just just as an example, this is kind of how it works. So you've yeah. got your Amru Scout. He's a two one for two. You get up to four, you pay four, you search for a card with converted mana cost three, put it into play. What you search for could be something like Lawbringer. He's a two, two for three. You tap and sack him to remove target red permanent from the game. Exile target red permanent. Is it permanent or creature? Uh, it is red creature from the game, sorry. Yeah, it's creature removal. So yeah, you, you can find the rebel that does what you want. And each one has a little bit of a specific, all the good ones have a little bit of a specific ability or yeah. it you search for one that has flying if you got, if you have to get in with a flyer. Right? Yeah, if they got too much uh, ground-based defense, yeah. Yeah. It's, so it's not terrible. In theory, but, it sounds yeah. good. It sounds great. Like you have Lynn Sivy out for six mana, in theory, you can 
bring in, you can take your Lawbringer from the graveyard, put it back into your deck, bring it back out, put it back in, remove their threat, and then just do that every turn. Yeah. That's that's a thing you can do. It's it is a true fact that that happens. Um, but that doesn't make the rebels good because um, James's deck is a lot more combo. We will get into that in a bit. Mine is a significantly more creature based aggro deck. Yeah, twenty seven creatures. So you're a creature deck. Yeah. So I play way more of these crappy rebels. And I actually, we were talking about it before the show, and I have a bunch of other white generals, all of whom are more popular than Lin Sivy, all of whom could probably captain this this team a lot better. Yeah. And they're all playing second fiddle to Lin Sivy. Yeah. Isn't that funny? <laughs> Isn't that bad? <laughs> oh, no. And Lin Sivy, we mentioned last week or the week before or whatever, that Lin Sivy used to be like, she was her deck in standard in 1999 or whenever she was popular, yeah. 2000, was the deck. It was so oppressive that Lin Civy had to be banned. Yeah. Right? And this is when standard bannings weren't like, oh, yeah, oh, hey, we screwed up. We're just going to ban whatever. Yeah, it's well, like, it's no, they just let it ride out because the internet wasn't as prevalent. Yeah, so not everybody knew. Not everybody knew, and it wasn't a big deal until she got so bad that they actually had to ban her because she's essentially free cards. Yeah. You just pay X and you search for whatever you want. Pay X, whatever you want. Yeah. Compare Lin Civy to Memory Jar. That's how bad it got. Yeah, yeah. The, the, in 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 the standard environment she was in, she was as oppressive as memory. Not quite the yeah, same yeah, because memory jar was emergency banned before it was even yeah. released. Yeah, but um, she was banned in standard, similar to how Talarian Academy was banned out of standard when right. somebody found how to break it. Yeah, who would have thought that that was a thing? Yeah, with how did that take so freaking long? Yeah, Come on now, internet. Yep, it didn't exist back then. Well, yeah. it did, but whatever. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay, so Rebel Chain, let's talk a little bit about your deck. Um, just so we have a, a framework on how uh, how it operates. Okay, okay, so... Framework of my deck, if you want to look at... I look at it like a Cadbury Easter egg. Now, <laughs> Of course you would have yeah. some kind of very it's, obscure and obtuse yeah. comparison to Of make. course I yeah. do. Okay. So, Cadbury Easter egg. The chocolate is wonderful. It's super great. Cadbury chocolate's really, really good. That crap on the inside of the egg is kind of sugary and it hurts my teeth and I don't like it very much. So the shell of this deck is a bunch of really great planeswalkers and removal and board control and enchantments that make all my guys great and artifacts that make your dudes bigger. Sounds and, like a great deck. Yeah, and you're going to get your creatures in there. You're going to pump them up. You're going to beat wholesale ass with them. It's going to be awesome. And then your creatures are all one ones for four because they're rebels and they're <laughs> terrible because I went with a theme. <laughs> um, so there are times when the deck can get pretty good. I mean, you get enough enchantments out there. Your one ones for three are... Yeah. Six sixes for three, which is always good, but that would be good anyway. Um, so that's kind of how my deck goes. I just built it because I wanted a mono white deck, and this just was the mono whitest thing I could think of. So there it is. Um, and that's what mine does, and it's straight ahead. And it actually last week I beat wholesale ass with it, surprisingly really? enough. Yeah, everybody no at the table, five player game, I was wrecking, wrecking house with it. It was crazy, hmm. doesn't even make sense. Um, mostly because I had a Door of Destinies at 11. It's lots. Door of Destinies at 11. And a Dictative Heliod. And uh, white creatures get plus one, plus one. And Worries a Crowvax. Uh, so white all creatures get were bigger. All not white big. things get smaller. As so a I'd result, maybe, of some of the control, some of the uh, the reset buttons that you have in there, a la Day of Judgment, right? Yep. Martial Coup. Planar cleansing, get rid of everything. Yeah, I play a lot midpoint of midpoint in the game, so then yeah. you can start laying down your stuff that kind of has to play catch up because yeah, because they suck. It's mono white, not a whole bunch of ramp, not a whole bunch of card advantage dot deck. Exactly. Yeah, 
Yeah. So I mean, I've got I've got the I've got the good removal package. I've got lots of sweepers, lots of reset buttons in case somebody else gets out of hand. Lin Civy will save my butt um, if I need to reset after a wrath because I can put all my dudes back and then start you can getting search them again. for them again. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. So I mean, in a way, it's it does give you recursion and it is pretty good. But overall, the deck is pretty bad because the creatures are really bad. Hmm. Yeah. Amaru Scout, I do play that. That's why we read it. And yeah. Amaru Scout is a piece of garbage. Yeah. Yeah, it's super bad. It's not even foil. Is it foil? I don't think it's foil. No, not foil. Yeah, not foil. Okay, so that's kind of how it works. Now, if, that's we, how my deck works, if we break it down a little bit, the reason that it works like that a little bit, I think, okay. when you look at card draw spells that are in it, there's not a whole bunch for Mono White. And nope. if you were to add the ones that there are for Mono White, your spicy rating would go through the floor yep. because they're the same Mentor, the Meek, Sram, Artificer, Skull Clamp in yep. all Mono White decks. And um, sorry, James, your deck has some of those things. We're <laughs> yes. going to talk about those because they are important parts of yes, they the are. combos that are in your deck. So I understand yeah. why they're there. Yeah. Um, two, I've got Endless Horizons. Have we ever talked about Endless Horizons before on the show? Because I, don't I think very so. much like that card. I super love that card. Uh, we are going to read it for you right as soon as I can mouse over it. Uh, right here. Okay, so Endless Horizons is an enchantment. The dude's on uh, Commander's Brew podcast just discovered this on their show, and they read it, and I was like, well, yeah, it's like the best uh, enchantment yeah. in white. <laughs> okay, so um, white three enchantment. When Endless Horizon comes into play... Search your library for any number of planes cards and remove them from the game, then shuffle your library. At the beginning of your upkeep, you may put a planes card you remove a planes card you owned that was removed from the game with Endless Horizons into your hand. Yeah. So it's essentially you're drawing a card with it, but that card is always a land. Yes, yeah, so you never miss another land drop. FYI, you can find misfail planes with that. Yeah, you can. Planes. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Um as long as it doesn't get destroyed. You're drawing land. Yeah. And realistically, you could go all out, and it could be part of some kind of combo if you wanted it to be, where you remove every single planes in your deck. Yeah. Or you could, could just thing. remove four or five. So if it does get destroyed, yep. you only exiled four or five of them. Which is what I do, by the by. And for the next four or five turns, if it doesn't get destroyed, you're drawn two a turn. Yeah. Right? And Which you're, you're, yeah, you're thinning out your decks, you're drawing gas, and you also get your land drop. You get gas and a land drop. Yep. Pretty much guaranteed. Every so often to draw two land, which is kind of bunk. But still, like it's it's a good card. It's a yeah, great card. I'm surprised to see more play. More play. And the other one that I considered as card draw for this deck was Sun Titan, because it lets you get yeah. stuff back from your graveyard if you don't want to Linsiviate. And a lot of the rebels are like small enough. That you can small. Get them. Like if we sort converted mana. <coughs> Sorry. Gross. Uh, we're looking at. Five one drops, ten two drops, nineteen three drops. That's lots of stuff. Lots of lots of. Sun yeah, not targets. all of those are not all of those are permanents, but lots of them are. Yes. So lots of Sun Titan kind of gas there if you're using him as a card advantage engine instead of just a six six beater. Yeah, which but he also he, is. You use him for he's, both, right? Yeah, he's, he's, both. A he's a Titan. They're while also you're good. beating wholesale ass with him, you're also getting yeah. your your stuff back. So yeah. that's very good. So when we're looking at just. Staying on your deck here, 15 things that target and remove stuff. If you include abilities on creatures. Yes. And like tap abilities, remove, sack your guy to um, like Lawbringer. Yep. Um, kill a red guy, right? Like yep. all of those counts. So six wrath spells. Good job so on the wrath that's spells. That's lots, yeah. We're I always, I always harass Brando and say that our group is very liberal. Um, no, 
very conservative. Yeah, very conservative on the Wraths. Very conservative on the Wraths, and even to the point where we play very greedy creature decks. Yeah. And Wraths really hose it, hose everybody's deck, and then everybody hates each other. No. Um, they can get pretty bad late in the late in the night where you're just like, come on, dude. Boys and girls, play your Wrath spells. Yeah, Make sure important. the people aren't greedy. They are important. They are important. They splash in one or two. They're important. Yeah. They'll keep your group honest. Or six. And, or and, the deck that I had that played 12. Uh, yeah, twelve is probably too many. No, no, I played one that had twelve too. Six is a good yeah. number. I played them all, including I had like acid rain in that one. That was <laughs> I played so many sweepers in that deck. And it was you just sure. Child of Lost Alara and sweepers. That's all it was. Ramp spells. Uh, Knight of the White Orchid. Yep. Like him. He's a great card. Let's read him because he's another great white addition. Probably everybody knows, but he's yeah. white, white, two, two, first strike. When Knight of the White Orchid enters the battlefield. If an opponent controls more lands than you, search your library for a planes card, put it onto the battlefield, then shuffle your library. So it comes into play untapped, and so yeah. you're ramping up, and you got a good bodied dude. Yeah, two two for two yeah, first strike. That's fine. Yeah, he's a and great it's card. white white. Like you're not gonna have white white. Yeah, he's a great mono white card. Like if you're playing mono white, you should probably play him. And you can get a misfilled planes with it. Yes, you can. <laughs> there it is. Now. Dorks in the deck. Oh, man, I love it. You said that last week, and I wrote it down. Dorks in the deck. Two rocks. And no soul ring, probably because when you built the deck, you didn't own one. Yeah, I didn't have an extra one. Put it in. <laughs> Put it in. We no. are playing. No. What are we looking no. at here? We're, We're playing some big stuff in here. Soul ring would definitely help. I love Tooth of Ramos. I yeah. love it because it's from Masks Block, yeah. oh. and that's half the creatures in this deck are from Masks Block. Yeah, good, Masks Block. Good flavor. Yep. Um, it is three-drop. Tap, add a white to your mana pool. Sack it, add one white to your mana pool. Yeah. So it's it's one on, it's another one in the family of three drop mana rocks that give you color. Uh, in this case, you only care about mono white. So play Tooth of Ramos, yep. and then you get two white at the same time if you need it. Yeah, it's a it's a good emergency one. Or if like you don't, you're not going to need it because you got your endless horizons. You're gotten your mana base is solid, and you yep. really want to play that uh, Acroma or. Uh, uh, what the hell's her name? Makes it the an angel that makes all your stuff indestructible. I can't think of her name right now. Avison. That's the one. So you really need to do that a turn earlier. Tooth of Ramos is there. It's it's a good card. Ramos? Ramos? Ramos, Ramos. You're the English major. That's right. I don't know. Say Ramos. Ramos. It sounds more dragon-y. Yeah. Magic-y. And just note to self, everybody, the cycle of Ramos artifacts are criminally underplayed, I think, because yes. they're just random rares from a set that was Terrible. Yeah, I actually only have these because I'm trying to complete a set of Masks Block. That's why I have Oh, them. yeah? Yeah. No way. Um, there's one for each color. Eye, heart, horn, skull, tooth. And they all give you the appropriate color, color and yeah. then you can sack it to get an additional one of the same color. Yeah, very good. Uh, I very much like them if you're into the three-drop things yeah they're, and they'll, they'll spice up your deck you'll play that and somebody go what the hell is that yeah what the hell set yeah. is this from where did you what get is this? this yeah blow the dust off it <sighs> they are a long they they have a they're in a very big pool of three drops that give you color when you look yeah. at uh, dark steel ingot and commander sphere and now all of these ramos cards i mean correct they're all good they all have their own little purpose right i like these ones because they can give you two at once yeah um anyways back to the deck yeah soul ring play it Yes. Yeah. No, you're right. I just Tooth of Ramos. What was the other one? Um, Dark Steel Ingot. Oh, there's Dark Steel Ingot. We were yeah. just talking about him. There he is. And do you right. play stuff that destroys artifacts? Uh, I have a Return to Dust. 
No, I mean like a sweeper for all artifacts. I do not. It's going to say if you have something that... Oh, there. Destroy but, all non-land permanents on planar cleansing. Yeah. So your uh, dark stealing, it would live. There we go. That's why it's in there. That actually is why it's in there. Oh, okay. It actually is. Now that I think about it, yes, it is. There you go. Keep myself ahead a little bit. Yep. I can. So creature deck, uh, we're going to call it an aggro deck. It's basically an aggro deck. It's, it's not the best, but I mean, it's got some recursion. It's got some goods. It's got enough where it can compete with a mid-powered game. It can hang in there if, if, you, draw, if you draw lucky. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't, as long as you get land and Lincivi, you can at least play cards, mm-hmm. which is important. Um, yep. But yeah. Okay, so you've got a lot of one and two drops. We went over that. Uh, I'm sure there's probably 9, 10, 11 of them that you want to drop early to start beating in. Yep. Um, I'm thinking in my head the lines of play would be your early drops. Yep. Early anthems. Yep. You've got a few. Um, I don't know why you're not playing things like Cathar's Crusade, Marshall's Anthem, Shared Triumph. Don't have them. Don't have them. Yep. This this deck was made 100% out of cards that I had Ooh. in my binder. Ryan the, Budget. Yeah, I bought nothing for this deck specifically, just because it's mono white. We might what have to hell? do bro trades for Cathar's Crusade and for, <laughs> what was the other one I said? Marshall's Anthem. And that one that gives Double Strike and Lifelink. I want one of those uh, two. Yeah, what the heck is that one called? It doesn't matter. Shared Triumph? No, uh, Shared Triumph is an Anthem effect for a certain chosen creature type. Yeah. Two mana. Good anthem. That is good. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but there's somebody out there that knows what it is. They're thinking it. They're screaming it at their that podcasting. Yeah, with all the right muscly now. dudes. Yeah. on the art. Yeah, that yeah. one. The one that just wins you the game all the time. So you play your anthems. <laughs> you maybe lay some protection down, and then you should just start beating it. Yeah, and just play little dudes and attack with them. The question I have is, and I'm sure that James's deck, when we look at his, is going to be different. How aggressively do you rebel chain? Right. Or I do not. You don't. I. Last, do, you, do you use Lin Sivy to do that only? Yes, because you I, can just pick what X is and find what you want? Because Lin Sivy is the only, I shouldn't say the only efficient one, but why tap six to get a four drop when I can tap four to get a four drop? Mm-hmm. And that's what that's the difference yep. between Lin Sivy and the other creatures. I Unless mean, you need something. Like I'm thinking if you've got like one of the ones that you can pay four to get something with three or less casting costs, yeah, you want to yeah. get a child of Corliss? Children of Corliss? Children of Corliss. Yeah, if you're desperate to get that children of Corliss, which sometimes you are, it's good to have that. Children of Corliss, let's give him a read here. Okay. He's a human rebel cleric, 1-1 one, one for white. Sacrifice children of Corliss, you gain life equal to the life you've lost this turn. So if somebody punches you in the throat... And you need to gain all that life back. Boom! You can find Children of Corliss with any Rebel in the deck because yep. he's a one drop. Correct. They it is a one drop, uh, and then you can gain all that yep. life back. Interestingly enough, if you if he's already in play, you get punched in the face, sack him to get all your life back. Lin Sivy him back onto the table, sack him again, gain all that life back again. Oh, there! Yeah, yeah. I so like the, that. Yeah, so some dirty tricks you can play with him too. Yeah. So Lin Sivy does have some tricks up her sleeve. I didn't even think of that. That's I don't why, play the deck. That's why you There's got me little, here, Rybred. Yeah, that's that's why yeah. we pay you the big bucks, I guess. Yep. Um, okay, so that's kind of how you play the deck. Yeah, it's easy to play. Mine is way easier to play than James's, which again we'll get into later. Like yeah. mine is just I'm, play I'm dudes, rushing through this dudes. so we can get to his in in an appropriate amount of time here. Yeah. Um, strengths and weaknesses of the deck: card advantage. I have built, for very little. Very little. So what yeah. you see is what you get, kind of thing. Yep. Which you is common it. with uh, a lot of white decks, unless yeah. you unspice them enough to get the stuff that draws you cards. Precisely. Like, right. you're, you're drawing your one card a turn, that's your card for the turn, you're going to play that card. You know what card I like that everybody craps on is a card, an enchantment from Ice Age called Inheritance. It's white. Do enchantment. not have. Okay. Pay three. When okay. a creature dies, draw a card. That's not terrible. Whenever a creature dies, 
you may pay three if you do draw a card. So triggers on creature die. Yeah. Pay three, draw a card. It's kind of like fecundity, but just for you. Uh, yeah, and then you have to pay. Yeah, and you have to pay mana. But it does cost less initially than yeah. fecundity does. I guess you activate it once and fecundity's better. Yeah. No. But, but it's yeah. just for you. Yeah, it's, it's just for you. You uh, yeah. miserly F, with F it. you, Joel. You were crapping on that card, and I think it's good. I agree, F you, Joel. Yep. yep. F that guy. Yep. Um, strengths. Can play the long game despite being a weenie deck. Which it can. It can because you can recycle yeah. your weenie dudes. You have all those sweepers and you can get all of your dudes back. And They're the longer very... you survive with things like Door of Destinies yeah. and your Anthem effects the... and your Wraths, because they don't they don't kill other than planar cleansing, they don't kill your your my uh, stuff. Your, they don't your anthems. Yeah, my sweet board state. They just kill all the dudes and I can get mine back. And the odds are you can't, at least not at the speed that I'm gonna do mm-hmm. it. So if you play Misfail planes, you can get stuff back quicker. Yeah. Uh, I, oh no, because Lin Civi doesn't tap to get stuff back. So correct. you could just pay three per thing you want to get back. Yeah, just bop, 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 bottom yeah, of the yeah. library, get them all back. Play Misfield Planes. Yes. I, I w- actually <laughs> will play Misfield Planes. I do have one and I will play it just because it's good. I'm just ribbon. We should also talk about Mirror Entity. Mirror um, Entity, yes. Yeah. And James's list plays Mirror Entity. Yeah, he, he plays it a little bit more, I think, as part of a combo. I just play it because Mirror Entity is effing good. And if you're playing that long game strategy, once you hit 12 mana, Mirror Entity, which we'll read in a second, can change your fortunes in an instant. instant. Yeah. So Mirror Entity is a 1-1 one, one shapeshifter for white and two. Yeah. Shapeshifter meaning he's a rebel. He's a rebel. Yeah. He's got all creature types. X, until end of turn, creatures you control have base, power, and toughness. X, and gain all creature types. Yeah. So it turns all of your uh, soldier tokens that Elspeth makes into... Rebels. And your what tokens that Heliod makes. Uh, he makes cleric enchantment creature tokens. <laughs> yeah. They also become rebels. Yeah, but they're rebels now, so that's what's important. Yeah. Yeah, and that does come into play when you're playing Door of Destinies, Door of Destinies. or the uh, tribal... Coat of Arms. Coat of Arms. If you were playing Coat yeah, of Arms. I don't Arms. play Coat of Arms. But. We were talking about that before the show, and Coat of Arms, while it is excellent for a deck like this, that we could call a tribal deck. Oh, definitely. Uh, but there are incidental advantages for your opponent's a, if they're playing a tribal deck, they'll probably just roll you because chances are their tribe is better yeah. than rebels. The elves are better than rebels. Um, so are and, zombies and yeah. goblins and merfolk and elementals. And um, what's the black rebel? I think they're better than rebels too. No. I forget what they're yeah. called. Or, or somebody could just have incidental um, advantage when something like uh, Grave Titan is on. Yeah, yeah Grave Titan is one Grave Titan about. is, it, like, I mean, if if... They've got zombie. four zombie tokens from Grave Titan. All of a sudden, all those zombies are like five, five, yeah. six, six, and or the, whatever. And now your Grave Titan's also what? He's a zombie, right? No, he's a giant. Okay, I thought he was a zombie. Oh, oh zombie man, I wish a, he was a giant or a zombie so bad. A 10-10 with Death Touch. Because 10-10s need Death Touch. 10-10s definitely need Death Touch. <laughs> Everything needs Death Touch. We're talking about that next week. Yeah, next week we're going to get into that. Next week we're going oh, into so Death excited. Touch. Uh, okay, so it can play the long game despite being a white weenie deck, if that's what we want to call it. Yeah. Um, Let's do the spicy rating. I, I'm happy with the spicy rating. Yeah, spice rating. Okay, it's solid. So popularity on edhrec.com. 86 decks as of today, um, May 6th. Yep. Um, oh, I moved into my house exactly a year ago today. Yay, congratulations. Ooh, yeah. I quit my job at the video store exactly seven years ago today. Yay! Yay! <laughs> now you have a real job. <laughs> Hooray. It's yes. so great. Okay, 86 lists, 3.75 average converted mana cost. That's kind of yeah. right where... Right where you belong. Right and where we live. It's yeah. right where all of my decks tend to fall out. Three and four. 
That's where all of my decks seem to live. Yeah. I've been noticing. Like, yeah. Very solid in there. Ah, when you look at curves, yeah. they, they mostly you see the highest amount of three drops followed by four drops in yeah. EDH decks. Yeah. Right? If it's you're looking thing. at a 1v1 killer deck, you're probably looking at twos and threes being yeah. the most prevalent. Which we'll also get into next week. Uh, yes. Ooh. Anyways, critical turn. So I maxed it out because yeah. this is not a fast deck. No, it's not fast. Right? So no, it takes some time to get going. It's going to take you between five and six turns before you can lay your board down, get some anthems, and get maybe something like Lin Civy or another rebel set up that can search that can, and yeah. find or and defend kill you. And, and defend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're mostly just trying to weather the storm a little bit, and you can stabilize yeah. it 20 or something. But Yeah, and weathering the storm is a lot easier despite having more opponents in a bigger game, I think, because... Well, there's always going to be somebody that's more threatening than rebels. Exactly. Everybody's attention is split between three or four other people, not just on you, right? So yeah. I maxed one out this the, deck would get rolled yeah, immediately. Yeah, because it's too slow. Every time, yeah. It would just yeah. get beat to death. Never play this one-on-one because you'll lose. Yeah. James is, you might be able to do one-on-one. James, James is, yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, we're getting in there in a second. Um, so max that out to at six. Uniqueness rating, 37 unique cards from where we're at on uh, EDH Rec, which is a good amount. That's a good, yeah. It's a solid, spicy for the show, I think. Yeah, 37 cards are different than what we see there. I mean, that's good. There's... Spice rating, 48.2. Yeah, it's pretty good. 48.2. That's yeah. kind of right where our, our decks have lived. Yeah. We've had a couple bloops up or down either yeah. way. but That's the spicy salsa. That's the good stuff. Yeah, I think good so. Stuff. It's um, fireball salsa from Sobeys. I like that stuff so much. Yes, that is pretty good, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a good salsa. Yeah. It's whatever the salsa we had here for Cinco de Mayo here at work. They gave us some oh, margaritas and nachos and salsa. Which is great. I'm so jealous. Yeah, it's like a work Mind thing. you, I did have a Mexican kind of taco barbecue drink fest last night. That would be which tremendous. Was great. Yeah. yeah, it was good. I had leftovers for breakfast, so it was Cinco de Sixo. Nice. Is that a thing? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> I just made it up. Uh, let's do the milk list real quick because okay. I like this. This is my favorite section of the show here. I just got to flip through. You can hear the papers rustling. Russell, Russell, Russell. Uh, red? No. Blue? No, nope. Also no. Nope. White. There it's it the is. last thingy in the section. Of course it is, because why would we ever talk about mono white? <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Yep. Everflowing chalice at zero. Nope. Soul ring. Nope. But should. Yeah, it should. So I'm, I, I no, want to count no, it. No, we're not counting okay. it. Okay. We're not counting it. Swiftfoot boots. Nope. Really? Nope. Swift, no, no, not you. This. Really? Swiftfoot boots is the most common two-drop in mono white? I figured sure Night of the White Orchid would be. I was actually going to say that earlier. I actually thought for sure Night of the White Orchid. Oh, here, here's a no, n- a no brainer, no surpriser. Okay. Uh, Oblivion Ring. Yeah. You do. Yes, I do. There's one. Yep. That's at the three drop spot. Return to Dust. Yes. That's excellent. Two That's for one. So Got to play that. Uh, Cathar's Crusade. I mentioned it earlier. You don't play it. No, I don't. Uh, whenever a creature comes into play, put a plus one, plus one counter on every other creature you control. Oh, that's freaking good. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's going in. That was, I'm writing that down. That's going, that's going on the thing. Catholic Crusade. Yep. yep. Um, I'm, I'm not going to count it right now. Okay, yeah, don't. Sun count. Titan at six. Definitely. Yes. Mass Calcify at seven. I think so. Ooh, I think I play I, Mass Calcify. I got the list right here. You've got Martial Coup, Revoke Existence, um, nope, Planar must, Cleansing, must Day of Judgment, it. Wrath of God. I think those are pretty standard Wraths. You don't need the, I should uh, probably play Mass Calcify. Calcify. I'm putting it. I have one. It's okay. going. Calcify. Does that... Kill kills all, all non white things. Yeah, that's excellent. But yeah. it costs seven. Leaves me unscathed. Keep going. Eight. Avison, Angel of Hope. Yep. Yes. Uh, Iona, Shield of Ameria at nine. I think so. Uh, I think I do play Iona. I think I play all those big angels. I Iona, do. you do. Yep. Oh, man, you are just failing here hardcore on the spice list. Stormherd at 10. Hell no. Ulamog. Nope. 
Light steel. Nope. Emrakul. Nope. Other Emrakul. Nope. Planes. Nope. Wait, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do play planes. Let's call it five. Okay. Cathar's Crusade would be the sixth on the milk list. Wait, did you count Sol Ring? I didn't. Okay. Jeez. I you didn't. should play that too, so it would be seven. Yeah, that'd be terrible. Seven on oh. the milk list. That's lots. Yeah, that is quite, f- it is quite a few. That's like lots. I, say, I guess it goes from zero to 15, so you're not even at like, yeah. you're at, like halfway even, there. Yeah, not even. Yeah. But anyways, I like the milk list because it lets you see what uh, what the most popular decks yeah. are playing, or and what the re- most popular cards in decks are. Yeah. And it really does show that my Cadbury Cream Egg example, if you don't like the inside of a Cadbury Cream Egg, as I don't, is very thin because all of those cards are very good shell cards. You yes. want them in the shell of your deck, and they protect the super shitty center. Or they're center. awesome top-end finishers. Correct. Which decks need. Yes. Unless, if we want to move on to James's deck. Oh, good segue. It has a bunch of combo finishers. Yes. Instead of the top end, like you're playing, we said Avacyn and Iona, um, and the milk list says you should play Emrakul or Ulamog or whatever um, on the top end. If we switch over to James's deck, we've got it up here, and he plays... Wait, we should tell him how we how do we find this on Tapped Out, in case you want to look at this. It's not actually oh, shared yeah. on our page, um, so we should find this. The deck is called Lynn Bomber Lady Civvy. And That's a good name. I like that name. That's a solid it's name. Way to go, James. Commander slash EDH section, James Brine. We'll have a link to it in the show notes yeah. if oh, you yeah, want absolutely. to take a look at it. And you should take a look at it. It actually is a really good, tuned, solid EDH list. It's probably not like the spiciest kind of thing that you'd probably That's find. Fine. He said he's played it in over 100 games. That's a lot of That's games excellent. for, like, considering you play three, two, three, four games a night yeah. and not always with the same deck. Yeah, you can't just play that's, the same deck every time. Lots. Even if you play once a week and you... Let's say three games a week. That's If you play it once, if you play this deck once per week, that's two full years of playing the deck if you never miss a night. Yeah. So, yeah, for having a deck that long, that's that's good. Yeah, that's that says a lot about the deck. The first thing from, I guess, top to bottom with how we have it organized, lands. He's playing the utility lands, so automatically his budget is a little bit higher than yours. Oh, yeah. Right, because he's got Ancient Tomb... Um, Adds two colorless to your mana pool and deals two damage to you, yep. right? Excellent card, but very expensive. Yes. He is playing Arid Mesa and Cavern of Souls, naming rebels, I would assume. I would hope so. Uh, Flooded Strand. And what are the other expensive ones? Core Haven, Marsh Flats, Windswept Heat, all of these. Richardin Port. Richardin Port. Woo, baby. I'm not even. Why is it? Can He's, I tell a story real he, fast with Richardin Port? good. Why okay. is Richardin Port good in this deck? Because it taps down Guy's Cradle. I suppose. That's why it's good. That's what you play it for. That's why that card was invented. Yeah, actually. that's why Richard Port exists. It's yeah. because Gaia's Cradle exists. That's cool, eh? Yeah, that's awesome. I had a foil one that got stolen. Oh. They're worth like seven hundred dollars. I'm yeah. still I'm still prickly about that. Yeah. Stolen. Oh. Ooh. What else was stolen at the same time? Beta Bayou. Oh, Beta Bayou. Those are like yeah, eighteen hundred dollars. That's a lot of money worth of cards, and there was a whole bunch of other stuff in there. Like most of my so duels, bad. there's a lot of duels in there. There was by a lot some of really dudes that were down the street at the exhibition, and that probably don't even know what yeah. magic cards. Yeah, are so if or you're in Saskatoon, and you're listening to this. I'm sure that my box of cards is in the garbage somewhere because they didn't know what they were worth. And they're like, what is this so crap? And they terrible. threw it out. And kept the box. <laughs> also, if you're in Saskatoon, I bet you you don't have a beta Bayou, and if you did, you might have a. Obtained Stolen. it by illegal means, and yeah. if we find you, we will hurt you. Probably. Worse yeah. than the Snow-Covered Lands podcast guys are going to get hurt. Exactly. Because yeah. they're just getting hurt in their feelings. Yes. Yeah, yeah. These guys are going to get hurt in real life. Exactly. Yes. Where it counts. Damn it. Where it counts. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyways, yeah, stolen bayou. Yeah, anyway, stolen Rishidan yeah, Port. Man. Terrible. Let's throw that. Anyway, so back to this I don't this even deck. like Rishidan Port. It doesn't even give you a colored mana. It, it costs to tap down target land. Like, is I, there that many lands? I guess, okay, it, so you've got Gaia's Cradle you could tap down. I'm thinking of the best ones. Gaia's um, Cradle. I guess... Um, Cabal Coffers, you would want to tap that down for yeah, shiz. Coffers is a good one. There's a couple of other ones. What's like, the one I just said? Cavern of Souls. Add one mana of any color to your yeah. mana pool. Spend this mana. The one that gives you... It can't um, be countered. Uh, that's not very good. What's the... Um, it's good. The... Shit. The one that has... Not Chroma. Where you tap for the number of green symbols or bla black symbols or whatever. Nykthos. Nykthos. There's another one you want to keep down. Crypt of Agadium. Black yeah. for creatures in yeah. your graveyard. There, there's lots of creatures that you want, or lots of land that you want to tap down. And it, yeah. it's just good. And sometimes if somebody's land hosed and you can keep them off that one land. Oh, yeah, it, land hosed. Yeah. yeah, or yeah. It, if for the storage lands. Yeah, or it, it could make your mana tithe good because they leave that one land open and you can tap it. And they're like, oh, crap. It makes Maze of Ith a piece of crap because Maze of Ith, when it untaps, you can't even tap it for mana to cast something at instant speed. Yeah. So it makes a Maze of Ith a piece of crap for sure. Yeah, so it, it's a good card. And it was in Goblins and Masks, so I have a soft spot for it. So I'll yeah, defend, I'll defend right. Port. That's right. And it's like, I'm looking at the mid price on TCG Player. It's $116. Yeah. As much as my foil one getting stolen hurts, I have eight more. <laughs> uh, wait, here's the foil. $559 on TCG Player. Yeah. Sorry. It's all good. Anyway, let's keep on with this deck. It'll make me feel better if we talk about yep. the sweet deck. So, the reason it's called Lynn Bomber Civvy, Bomber, Bomber Lady Civvy. It's a great name. Is he's got the Bomber Man yeah. combo in it. So, Bomber Man combo involves a little ditty called Oriok Salvagers. He's a 2-4 for 4 mana with an activated ability of white and 1. Return target artifact card with converted mana cost 1 or less from your graveyard to your hand. Oh. Okay, that seems fine. Yeah. When you were, you actually just explained Bomberman combo to me this afternoon. You said that, I was like, well, what do you get? Yeah, what big, do you get? big deal. What yeah. do you get? So what do you get? What do you get is Lion's Eye Diamond. Oh, so dang. So Lion's Eye Diamond costs 0 mana artifact. Sack Lion's Eye Diamond. Discard your hand. Add three mana of any one color to your mana pool. Good. Right? That's um, a good card. Activate this ability only any time you could cast an instant. <laughs> what? Well, like all the time? That was before interrupts, yeah, right? Interrupts that are faster than instants. We're not going to get into that because that's ridiculous. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah then so, we'll, we'll get into that when we do the episode where we try to explain banding to people. <laughs> <laughs> you have Lion's Eye Diamond to play. You sack it for three white. You use two white with Oriok Salvagers to return it to your hand. And you have one, one mana left over. You cast it again for free. Yep, rinse and repeat. Rinse and repeat. So you're netting one white mana every time. What do you do with said mana, you Cause, ask? Because now you don't have a hand. Now you don't have a hand. Well, right. you could use Lin Sivy to search for rebels. Yeah. That's what you would do. What, well, I would find the same rebel that James does in Mirror Entity. Correct. And then Infinite mana, big mirror entity with all of your other dudes. Yeah. But he only plays a few creatures. He's not really a creature deck. I mean, I mean, he plays 20 of them, which is less than your 27, yep. but not all of them are rebels. And when we look at... But Mirror Entity makes them rebels. Mirror Entity makes them rebels. It doesn't make them rebels when they're in your library and you can't no, search them. No, you them. can't search them out, but you can make infinite dudes or infinite, infinite dudes that swing at your opponents. And yeah, so that's one way to win. Cool that's but a good one. if that's not the way that you wanted to do it, he has got a little ditty called Heliod, God of the Sun, just like you do, and you can pay white, yep. white, two to put a 2-1 cleric creature onto the battlefield. Right. You can do that infinite, a billion times, let's yep. say, right? Because you have infinite mana. So infinite dudes. Every time one comes into play, 
again, because you have infinite mana, yep. you can pay one and draw a card. With? Mentor of the Meek. Mentor of the Meek. One of the ones. So Mentor of the Meek, whenever a creature with power two or less enters the battlefield under your control, pay one, draw a card. Very good. Very good. So you can make infinite dudes, draw infinite cards. Draw your deck. Yep. Once you draw your deck, you can um, then cast Mirror Entity, if that's what you want to do, and then swing in with all your... Giant dudes, yeah. Giant like, I don't think there's dudes. a big... Is there a white pay a bunch of mana into it, win the game? I don't think there is that. Um, so I think that Bomberman combo... Ev- the, the eventual win condition is make a bazillion dudes... It could be. Mirror Entity well, them, isn't well, it? Well, here's the other thing. He plays a walking ballista, so right. XX, you got infinite mana, XX is a billion, and then you just remove plus one, plus one counters from walking, walking ballista. ballista to deal one damage each time you remove a counter. Yep. Um, and you've done eradicate the table. That would work. You could also... What the heck was I just thinking of? Um, the instant speed put X22 white cat creature tokens into play. I know the cards you mean. I can't think of it. It's not in this deck, though. So it White count. Sun Zenith? Mm, yeah. I don't know if that's in it. It doesn't matter. Whatever it is. It's an instant because end of turn infinite pussy. Oh, that's yeah. what you say when you cast it on the right. end of somebody's turn and you have lots of mana. <laughs> you could White Sun Zenith at the end of somebody's turn on... Only you can't bomb nope. man at instant speed. You can only yeah. do it during your turn. Yeah, Regardless, that's why yeah. he doesn't play White Sun Zenith. Okay, yes. got it. Um, doesn't play a Chroma's Memorial either. I would put in a Chroma's Memorial in here. Just for that, you can do infinite dudes and swing in. Perhaps. Yeah, like perhaps. It's, it's a win more card at this point. You know point, what I also I like play. is in in decks like this is a Lightning Greaves because it's a zero cost to equip yep. and you can equip it to whatever you need to give haste to. In this case, Mirror Entity. Yep. You find it, you play it for a bunch of mana, and then you attack with it same turn. Yes. And then it makes it so it can't die too. Yeah, it makes it well, which, which more I difficult like. to kill anyway. Yeah. Yep. So he is playing a couple of the same rebels that you're playing, like Children of Corliss. Yep. And he can do the same thing with it, sack it for the amount of life he lost, and then sack it again, yep. sack it again. I think he's also got a thing in here that makes him gain extra life when he gains life. I'm not... I don't know. I we'll, thought we'll, I saw that. We'll check we'll, that out in a second here, but he's also playing, and I don't know if you play it, uh, Defiant Falcon. No, I'm going to play Defiant Falcon. I had forgot about that it's one. It's a 1-1 one, one one. flying rebel for two. With Point rebel, is, I think. It flies, and it yeah. has rebel. Yeah, but so it flies. Yeah. yeah, so I'll put him in instead of one of the junkier rebels that I'm yeah. playing. So I like that guy too, just because it flies. Uh, he's playing a little ditty called, and I'm wondering why you're not playing it. Whip quarter, white tap, tap target creature, and it's a rebel. Not sure. I like that guy. He'll probably go. Tapping into. is important. Yeah, he might go into. If the opponent's only got <laughs> one blocker and you got big, big, tap swing. Yep. You dead. Yep. I like I'll probably that. replace that Amru scout with him. Oh yeah. 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 Just better. Yeah. yeah. Um. Then I guess the other combo that he's got. Yep. And this is the one that as soon as I looked at the deck, I was like, oh, oh you bastard. Yeah, because yeah. this isn't in a thing about, there's nothing against James, but I hate this combo. I, <laughs> I hate this combo. I hate it. 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 Read it, Ryan. Okay. Helm of Obedience is an artifact. Its ability is X, artifact for four, I should say. X, tap, target opponent puts cards from the top of his or her library into his or her graveyard until a creature card or X card is put into the graveyard this way, whichever comes first. If a creature card is put into the graveyard this way, sacrifice Helm of Obedience and put that creature into creature play, under, play your under your control. That's right. So That doesn't sound that bad. It doesn't sound good at oh, all. You get like a shitty rebel out of Brando's deck. Uh-huh, what a waste of time. Yeah. But so what you pair that with is rest in peace. 
Okay. Rest in peace. If a card or token would be put into a graveyard from anywhere, exile it instead. Uh-oh. So X for Helm is one. Yep, or Z. Well, I guess it can't be zero. It can't be zero. It has yeah. to be one or more. And Helm says keep revealing until you hit X or you hit a creature, but it checks when something goes to the graveyard. Correct. If nothing goes to the graveyard, it's going to keep trying to send something to the graveyard, yep. effectively milling your whole opponent at once. Yeah. So uh, a little bit about James's description of the deck is it's uh, a kind of a... Do I have something on my face? No, that's that's me. I have a I have a little itch there. <laughs> I'm scratching. <laughs> it's a it's a grindy kind of mid range deck that's using rebels and control cards to control the board until yeah. he can draw into a combo. Um, preferably, he, I think he he says helm uh, rest in peace combo because yep. it instantly kills somebody without having to attack. Yep, just um, kills them outright. The end. Thanks for coming out. Yeah. Have a good day. And he's got things like, um, he's got like Wraths and he's got Parallax, Wave. Oh, I like that one. We'll read that in a second. Humility, um, Seal of Cleansing, just your common. Yeah, your regular kind of removal. Mono white control. All the way up to and including Cataclysm. Ooh, I like Cataclysm. That's such a. I like. He did say when he sent us his list with Cataclysm that he only plays that in the games where you have to Cataclysm somebody. Yeah. Which is, I think that's a very admirable thing where you're not that guy that's like, <laughs> Cataclysm, because you're a piece of crap. Yeah, we're going to read Cataclysm, then Parallax Wave. Cataclysm yeah. is a sorcery, white, white, to each player chooses from among the permanents he or she controls an artifact, creature, an enchantment, and a land, then sacrifices the rest. Uh, you get to keep one of everything. Yeah, but... Pfft. Yeah, except for Planeswalker. You don't get to keep any of those. Yes. And uh, Parallax Wave, I like, is white, white, two, fading, five... Fading is comes into the battlefield with fading whatever counters. During each upkeep, you remove a fade counter. When you can't remove a fade counter anymore, you sacrifice it. Blastoderm was the big. Blastoderm, I love that guy. Yep. Uh, Parallax Tide was a good one too. Anyways, Parallax Wave is remove a fade counter from Parallax Wave, exile target creature. When Parallax Wave leaves the battlefield, each player returns to the battlefield all cards he or she owns Exiled with Parallax Wave. So it's kind of like a installment plan Oblivion Ring. Uh, yes, or you could Parallax Wave and remove all of your own creatures from the game. Yep. Wrath, remove all the counters from Parallax Wave, try to remove another one to activate the ability. You can't, they all come back. Yep. You could do it either way to protect your dudes or to get their blockers out of the way. Yes. Yep. Good like utility card. card. It's a good card. Uh, that one is good. What's uh, Ensnaring Bridge was the other fading one as well, right? Yeah, Ensnaring Bridge was another like good one, too. yeah. So on the whole, very controlly, much like Brando's deck because I think it's looking to play the long game. Yeah. Mine is not as controlly. It's more just wrath-heavy to kind of... Wrath-heavy, and then things. he's playing Oblation, Path to Exile, Swords to Plowshares, Unexpectedly Absent, Warping Whale, one, two, three, four, five, six Wraths, Humility, and Parallax Wave. And I like the bound in silence. Nice little yes. nod or tip of the hat to rebels because it's a tribal enchantment rebel for three. It was the first, was it the first tribal card or the first? I think it was. In Future Sight where they were spoiling things, I think that this was their way of forecasting, if you remember the forecast ability, uh, that they were going to have tribal and tribal things 
Like this was the first tribal. Oh yeah, because Future Sight came up before Lorwyn Block when Correct. tribal became a card type. So That's if you right. opened up a Goyf in your very first Future Sight pack ever, and you looked at the card types, you're like, "Well, this thing sucks. It'll only get to be a four-five. Goyf is terrible." And you put it in your binder and forget about it, like I did. <laughs> yeah, and then and then and tribal was, got printed, then planeswalkers got printed, and then Goyf. Be, well, Goyf was kind of good back. Yeah, Goyf then too, was okay. Goyf, Goyf got was, better with time. Yeah, and now they're. You know, they started off at like seven or eight bucks. I remember when they were seven or eight bucks. I remember paying 50 bucks a pop for my goifs. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. Uh, anyway, anyway, but yeah, so <laughs> it's a great card. It's a, it's pacifism. Yeah. But you can it's find it with Lynn Rebel Aura, and it is Enchanted Creature Can't Attack or Block for three mana. Yeah. So like it's Lynn Civvy. Yeah. It's Lynn Civvy's answer to the Voltron General. And it's excellent. And, and if the a, commander dies, of course, then it goes, Bound in Silence goes to your graveyard. You can Lynn you back to the bottom of your deck. Search for it again and put it on that same commander. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of oppressive, which is sort of fun. But it kind of goes into why I think James picked Lynn Civvy as the general for this deck. Because he picked all of the really great control stuff that you can hunt for with Lynn Civvy, put it into the deck. Um, which again, like, might not be the spiciest thing, but it's the smartest thing. You're tuning a deck. You're gonna play well, it for a hundred games. You want consistency. It, exactly. Want... Here's the thing. It's it might not be the spiciest, but it's Lynn Civvy. And yeah, you're playing Lynn Civvy. She does Civvy. honestly because this is when I first started playing Magic. She does hold a little bit of a place in my heart because she was so revered for so long in Standard and Extended yeah. before she was banned, of course. And if you're gonna play like a hardcore mono white or any control deck. Um, Lynn Civvy isn't going to be your number one choice. And if no. you can if you can develop the advantage with her and if you can grind out a game with her and tune her as a commander. Yep. Um, which this deck does. Which this deck does. It's a tip of the hat, and I give it an honorary spice. Yes. Honorary spice <laughs> for this deck go. because we didn't do the math on it, but it's going to be very similar to Brando's deck. I mean, if we look at um, just quick here... Uh, 86 lists is going to be the same because it's the same commander. The average converted mana cost is 2.63, which is almost, mm. it's more than a full point lower than yours. Yep. Um, Probably more efficient. Maybe it's good in smaller games because it's a yeah. lot more tuned to deal with one person specifically who's trying to kill you. Yeah. This strikes two. me as a one, as a two to three, maybe four player game is what this strikes me as yeah. reading it. and. We didn't look and see how unique it is compared to the EDH list or the EDH rec list, but even if it's similar, instead of a a spice rating of forty eight like yours got, this one might get a forty, yeah. forty two, which is yeah. okay. Yeah. We'll do it. In, we'll do it before our next thing, and we'll give you a quick update on the next show. We'll give you a spice we, rating. We called it. Uh, it kind of falls victim to. Or we called it the Zada effect. Yeah, because Zada has to play. You know, all yeah. of the red cantrips. Yeah. To to be good. Lin Civi kind of has to play a bunch of the same Rebels because yeah, while there is lots of them, only a very select few are good. Exactly. The the good ones are good for a reason, and they're quite good. Yeah, and um, then we talked about the white card draw effects. Uh, yeah. Oh, we I, I didn't mention um, the other way to draw your whole deck with infinite mana is uh, Skull Clamp. You can clamp yeah. all the tokens that Clamping Heliod makes, so that gives you redundancy, right? Yeah, so and Heliod is very good with this Bomberman good. combo. Very good. And... I'm going to call him out because he said that his tutor doesn't find specific stuff, 
but I bet you it does. I'll bet it does. Too. I bet you it does because Every it's time a lightning tutor, right? Yeah, it's um, going to find Helm or it's going to find Rest in Peace. So we're on peace. to you. Or it's going to be Skull Clamp or it's going to be Heliod. It finds yeah. all of those things. Yeah, or Lion's Eye Diamond. Or Lion's Eye yeah, Diamond. It, the only things that it finds are pieces of his infinite combos. So we're on to you, man. We are on you. You are Let's... never going to find Bound in Silence with your enlightened tutor. Ever or whatever the you, hell that tutor is, you you always are going to find it. Is what you mean? Bound and Sons. No, you're never going to find Bound and Sons. Oh, you're never going to find. You're bound never ever going to find that. Not ever. Yeah, you're going to find finds it. Exactly, you're going to find one of your combo pieces. Enlightened Tutor, white instant for one. Uh, search your library for an artifact or enchantment card. Reveal that card. Put it on top of your library. Then yeah. shuffle. Find a combo piece. Put it on top. Yeah. Yeah. Find it on yeah. We don't. We, yeah. We are on to your games, James. Yeah. Ha, that rhymes. That's awesome. <laughs> but. <laughs> In all, I like the deck. It's a he, great deck. He yeah. plays lots of cards that I uh, that I appreciate. I'm a big fan of. Uh, we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Thought Vessel yep. is a two drop mana rock that gives you no max hand size. Very good. I like that. Yep. Cut uh, the uh, Reliquary Tower out of your deck. Put a Thought Vessel. Yep. Sounds great. And then you have room to play another non basic without. I mean, maybe you cut cut that and play uh, Mistvale Planes. Maybe, well, I right? just got to play some Mistvale Planes. I suppose it's yeah. still a plane. Yeah, I got 33 planes. Yeah, he plays Scroll Rack very much like that card. Sensei's yeah. Divining Top, like good Isn't artifacts. Top, is Top banned now? No. Top got banned in Legacy. Legacy. Okay, there Top we go, yeah. In Legacy. And Leovold got banned in Commander. I don't know who he is. He's he's the, he's the oh, hey, hold on. Blue Jays update. Let's see who's winning and losing. Um, the Blue Jays are not winning. <laughs> Shocking. Shocking, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway. Anyways, what else yeah. you got to say about the deck before we sign off for the week? About his deck or my deck? Either. Hmm. Um, well, I think what we have here, as we have gone into, we have two really good examples of how to build the same guy in the same way and get different results. Because I think we both use Lin Civi for the exact same purposes to get the exact same dudes for kind of the exact same reasons. Yeah. The only Marginal value. Yeah. It's not 100% based around the deck like a... Like a like a Nekuzar or an Animar deck would be. Exactly. It's um, built-in value. Yeah, I just want to, like in my deck, I just want to swing out and beat people up. He wants to prevent people from doing that to him. Control the board. Until he can combo out. Yeah. And, and he does it the exact same way I do with the exact same guys that I do. Except he ends the game in a different way. Exactly. But I like that. Yeah, you look at the decks and they're Dark contrasts to one another, but despite they, being maybe forty exactly or fifty percent the same, exactly, it's it's crazy, and that's one of the great things about Commander and why we are making this podcast in the first place. Yes, um, yeah. card of the week, card of the week. Yeah, we got to pick a card of the week. Okay, pick I don't card think of the we week. did one last week. We definitely didn't. I Dang. had a good one too. Ah, but screw it. Yeah, hell if with ever, it. If we ever come back to that guy, we'll, we'll yeah. do one. What's what's card of the week this week? What is card um, of the week this week? Could it be Lin Civi? I think it's Lin Civi. Is it Lin Civi? Lin Civi's card of the week. I think Lynn Sibby, card of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Lynn, Lynn she is like 90 cents and she is a total badass. Yeah, she's cheap like Borst. And I mean, you could even put, I guess you don't really want to put her into another commander deck, but building around her, as you have just heard, can lead to some crazy brews. You can get some crazy stuff out of her if you just kind of abuse her a little bit. And it's best, probably not the best way of putting that. But I did. <laughs> and uh, and it's great. Like it's a it's a super fun card. So I'm gonna give Lynn Civi card of the week for Boom. the Lynn Civi week. There it is. Yeah, card of the excellent. week. Card we the are week. signing off for this week. We are gonna sign off. We're gonna play some sweet dubstep. We're gonna move it along, and we're gonna come back next week with uh, Queen Marchesa. Everybody has Death Touch dot deck. Yep. And what else? Uh, is- tapped out Twitter email. 
CCO Podcast. Look yep. us up. Yep, check us out. It's going to be super fun. Uh, Shout out to the plebs at Snow Covered Lands. Yeah, plebs. Jerk bags. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I told God. them we were going to be nice to them. Well, you didn't say I was going to be nice to them. Ha! Yes, I am a heel. You are a face. Good cop, bad cop. And we're going to be back doing that same routine <laughs> next week on Queen Marchesa. Hit that theme song. Woo.